Welcome to Random Rambling and Rhetoric with TJ Mercer. That's my TT. And it's all powered by the Samsung Notes. Now, here's my TT. I just loves me some porta potties, said no one ever. I don't know about you, but the ickiest thing on the planet is when I am forced to use a porta potty. I try to hold my bladder until the last possible minute. And what about nasty public restrooms? Ew, public restrooms plus kids. Parents, what do you do as soon as you take them to a public bathroom? You make them hold up their hands and forbid them to touch anything. Then you get in the stall, there's no toilet paper or seat cover, you handle your business, come out, and then there's no soap or paper towels. Lord, how much of Jesus is just not a good situation all around. Fortunately, though, fortunately, there's the restroom kit, a full bathroom solution the size of a lightweight deck of cards. A deck of cards, y'all. I keep one in my purse all the time just because it's complete with a full patented oversized toilet seat cover, enough toilet paper to cover the essentials, plus wet wipes for your tushy and your hands. The restroom kit is a don't leave home without a necessity for your road trips, you going camping, the beach, festivals, basically any restroom that ain't yours. Even that friend of yours who's cleaning is not their strong suit. You know what I mean. So pop on over and visit therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com. And when you use the code RAMBLINGS, R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-S, you will get 15% off your purchase. So stop going to the bathroom without the full protection you need. Go get the restroom kit at therestroomkit.com. We are live. We are live. We are live. I don't know how I'm going to like this because I need to sit back so I can see. Because if I come close like this, I won't see my comments. But you know the drill. I'm just waiting to make sure I am seen and heard. So somebody just tell me, yep, Teach, we can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? That's all I need to know. Somebody comment and let me know you're good, and we're going to get into this. Jay Marie says, you're the first pawn here, Patrice, so I'm just making sure it gets caught up to y'all can tell me that you can hear. Can see it here. All right, so I am TJ Mercer. I'm known, almost days, I'm known as the walking exclamation point and the chief noisemaker of the Media Mavericks Academy, where I teach authors, experts, coaches, and entrepreneurs how to book themselves in the media without a publicist and without being a celebrity. But since this lockdown, I've kind of earned the moniker, the bingo boss. And uh, uh, because of divine assignment, I found myself hosting epic nights of bingo where uh, when I did, we did, I should say, my team, my bingo squad and I did four nights of bingo in June exclusively for the 2020 grads of HBCUs to the tune of $1 million. Actually, it's over $1 million, which we raised in less than four weeks. And so for the last, that ended the last Saturday in June. And so for the last two weeks, I kind of been in recovery. And this week uh, on Sunday, God told me, and told me words, he wanted to have a chat. 
Uh-oh. Um, but he told me that I needed to gear up for spiritual battle. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Jay Marie. Patrice, thanks for sharing, Sunshine. He told me that he needed me to gear up for spiritual battle, and this, this one will be unlike anything I've ever done because my destiny was at stake. If I didn't get some get right, if I didn't get with him, and if I did not follow his instructions. And so starting Monday, I started a water fast. I have never done a water fast more than 24 hours, but this time I did it for five straight days of nothing but water, lots of prayer and scripture time. And if you've ever done something like that on that level, then you know, <laughs> it's a whole different ball game when you talk to God. It's, it's a whole different. So towards the middle of the week, he, something had happened um, in my family and he dropped in my spirit. I was looking at it from one perspective and he came and dropped. <laughs> yeah, uh, before you get all holier than thou, I need some time with you so we can deal with you. Like, uh-oh, that, that can't go well. Andrew says my lips are popping. And so... um let me just say this, the things that he dealt with in me that y'all know I'm transparent and at some point he's going to release me to really get raw and transparent and open to deal with it. Uh, it's not appropriate yet, but the things that he dealt with me moved me to tears and broke me completely, like completely. And I was so convicted and so devastated. Basically, I had kicked a person out of my life prematurely. And God was like, I didn't tell you you could release them. And I need you to go back and look at you. You made this decision really without consulting me. So we're going to go back and deal with you. And woo, yeah. <laughs> Let's just say... Yeah, I had to do some things to make amends that I honestly did not want to do. Um, on some levels, I didn't, I didn't even think it was fair. And um, But when I finally obeyed, there was an, a, a tremendous relief off of me because I knew, if nothing else, that I had been obedient and I couldn't be caught up in but what if, what if, what if, and how come, how come, how come they, it's like, no, no, teach. he's, God is dealing with you, with you. Doesn't matter what nobody else does with you. And I, I, I've taught before that at the end of the day, when we stand before God and we want to stand, mm, come on, Jesus, we want to stand there with our own excuses about why we didn't do what God told us to do. He ain't gonna, he's not gonna, and we sitting there explaining, but God, they, and they, and he's gonna say, yeah, I hear all of that, but what did I tell you to do? 
Just like any parent, you you left your kids uh, with their little friend. You had told your kids, do not get in that swimming pool. Do not get in that swimming pool. And they got in the swimming pool. For whatever reason, you don't want to get them in the swimming pool. And they trying to come because, let, let's say, like little girls, you know, black girls, we had just got our hair done. Our, their, our parents have just played for our hair. And so... Uh, uh, your mother tells you, do not get in that swimming pool because I cannot afford to get your hair done again. But then uh, little Susie and jumped in the swimming pool and you jump in the swimming pool too. Soon as you get home and you start explaining what Susie said and she wanted me and your mama's going to be like, yeah, I hear all of that. I know what Susie did, but you ain't Susie. I told you. So what did I tell you to do? That was me and God. Like he shut that down. What did I tell you to do? So totally broke everything in me. And I still have a, have a lot of growth to go. I'm not out of that. And like I said, like I said, you know, at one point, I'm sure God is going to release that because that's what he uses my life for. But it was, I was standing in Target today and it was like, okay, God, I don't need to hear no more. I got it. Like, dude, okay. I thought we had dealt with that. So I'm standing in Target. Uh, waiting to return something and I, I have my mask on because Atlanta we are on strict orders that anytime we're in a public place we have to wear a mask hey Latracy Anita I think I saw Julie here uh, uh, I'm not sure who else I didn't speak to um, but we're in a public place so I got my mask on and so I'm you know patiently waiting there's like three people in front of me and I'm patiently waiting you know my turn and you know, I'm, I'm standing there kind of in my head and I sense my breathing. And I started being present of taking deep breaths and exhaling. But because I got my mask on, the breath that I'm exhaling is coming back at me so I can feel the warmth of my breast, my breast, my breath coming back on my face. And I, I noticed the sensation of it. So I'm looking around and I go, okay, so without my mask, without my mask, I'm not feeling the breath that's coming back on me because my breath is being spread out and dissipated, dis dissipated into the, the, the atmosphere that I'm in. And whatever atmosphere that I'm in, whether I'm in Target or whether I'm in Walmart or whether I'm in Kroger's or whether I'm, uh, whether I'm in, in, in uh, heck, I don't shop, Best Buy, my favorite store, where, where, wherever I am, because I'm doing my natural thing of inhaling and exhaling, I'm leaving parts of me there. But we can't see it with our natural eye. And so what God showed me is like, what are your words doing? Every time you speak, you're leaving parts of you where you are. Every time you open your mouth and interact with somebody, you're leaving parts of you where you are. Now, here's where he got me. You didn't notice it until you were enforced into a, to a position where your breath is coming back at you. Now, would you want the words that you have been putting out into the atmosphere coming back at you? Whoa, yo, let me tell you something. I had to gather myself real quickly up in Target. 
I had to gather myself real quickly. When I started thinking about the amends I had to make and the things I had done uh, to this person, things I had said, that I'm like, yo, my words would be totally different if I thought about how they are coming back at me. If I'm forced into a position to think without that mask around my ears, what would my words look like if I knew that the words are going to come back immediately back on me? That changed the whole game for me. That hurt me so hard. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I ain't sitting on this by myself. This has got to go to my Facebook people because I like, if I'm in trouble, we sitting there together. We will be sitting there like, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You sorry, Andrea? Yeah, I'm sorry. You sorry, Patrice? Yeah, we sorry. We, I ain't going to be by myself. And so I want you to think about what this even looks like on social media. So Monday, I had just watched the video of the young black man being beaten by a group of racists while his four other friends watched. And uncharacteristic of me, I unleashed. Like it was like, I can't take no more. And I went ziggly, boom, and wrote a post. That night, uh, I found out that CBS was going to be airing my, my story on CBS. And I, fortunately, I sent it to one of my best friends. And he called me and he was like, yo, listen, you got to take that post down. And I was like, why? I meant every word I said because I'm, we, we have been nice. And this is still happening. And these people, those four people, those four white people sat there and watched that dude get beat. And none of them jumped in. It's like if that were his group of his black friends, it would have been an all-like brawl. Like, we would have been scrapping. And my friend was like, I hear you. And he said, what you don't want to happen is... Your timeline is always filled with some kind of sunshine or some kind of truth. You don't want this story out there. And your first experience with people, new people that are going to be finding you to be this. Because it will overwrite the tens of thousands of posts that you've written over the last few years. Um, of lifting people up and putting encouragement out there. And so when he said that, I had to think about, he's right. New people are not going to spend time getting to know the TJ before she got to this level um, of anger and rage. You know, we, they're not going, they're going to just see this. She lost her mind, not understanding this has been an escalation. And typically, you know, 99% of the time, my posts are always to bring you love, joy, laughter, and learning. That's it. But I had, when I saw that video, I had it. And so in retrospect, I'm thinking, I want to make sure that every time I utter, which is why a lot of times, I, you know, as many of you who like, okay, when you going to go live, when you going to go live, when you going to go live, why I've always been concerned about, but I got to have something to say because I've always been aware of my words and what, 
you know, and the responsibility that I carry, because so many of you open your heart to me. Um, and I know that it's important for me to constantly pour into you. And so if I don't feel like I have anything of value to say, I just keep quiet. But God was showing me today, it's like, yeah, you put that much energy into thinking about the strangers around you. But what about the people who you claim you love the most? Are your words that are going out now that you see all your words got to come back? Man, let me tell you something. That I almost broke out into tears crying. Fortunately, the, the, I got called right after he I feel like God can be so petty sometimes because he dropped that nugget. And as I was close to just breaking, the lady called my name. Well, not my name, but she told me next. And so I had to gather myself. And so I didn't get to lose it completely. But if you think about that, yo, how would, how would we walk around in this space? Like if we really had to think about our words coming back at us, just like our breath does in this mask. Like God, and I, I remember sitting there going, God, has this been a whole point? Of us to get more sensitive of how we treat each other? That we, you put us in a situation where we got to wear masks? So, you know, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one who has picked up this nugget. I'm sure it's floating around there somewhere because I ain't that deep in you know, what I think. So I'm sure this lesson is floating out there or it's going to get out there. Somebody else has come to that same revelation that the breath that we're exhaling, the energy that we're exhaling is the same thing that's coming back to us. And it can't go in 50 million directions. It's it's targeted to come right back on us. So the next time you're out there. Next time you're out there. You got to wear your mask. Just take about 30 seconds. And be in tune to your breath. And just catch that. Heck after I get off. off after we uh, say goodnight. Go put it on. Don't wait. Go put it on. And just sit there for 30 seconds breathing. And just See how sensitive that air is coming back on your face. That air is coming, is coming at you. And then just think about all the words that you have spouted to people. That you didn't see the impact of it. And those, and just like, you know, the 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 breath that is dissipating in the air, in the case of the the they say that we're, you know, we um, spit or something when we talk. That stuff is landing somewhere. We just don't, don't always see it. It's landing. So what is it landing on? What are your words landing on? The place that is landing, is it making that surface better? Is it enhancing that surface? You putting out, I don't like you. I don't want to be bothered with you. You aren't good enough. One thing that baffles me about social media, I don't know who this football player is. I, I have no clue who he is. But the other day, either yesterday, I think, or the day before he was trending, because he made a statement, how could anybody find Jill Scott attractive? That is the most baffling thing to me. That is the most baffling thing to me about social media. Ain't nobody ask you. You just randomly put out their negativity about another human being. And people really ask you, like, who you? <laughs> like, we don't know you. And somebody, I saw a post that said, we had to go Google you, but ain't nobody had to go Google Jill Scott. <laughs> so, but it's just like stuff like that that happens on social media is fascinating to me. 
that people will write mean negative posts just for the sake of writing mean negative posts. And I wonder if they would write that post if they knew it was coming directly back at them. Like immediately, like would they be so quick? And I'm checking myself because I just told y'all I, I got in trouble and then I wrote that post on last Monday. So I'm checking myself. So this ain't, you know, TJ point a finger at you. Actually, it's TJ don't want to be uh, her little feelings hurt by herself. So she want to know that y'all in trouble too. So that's the kind of kid I was. I don't want to be in trouble by myself. But if we would just take a minute and know that whatever we say is immediately coming back at us how would we operate how differently would we navigate how how dis, how more discerning would we be how much more judicious would we be with our words how much more and i'm speaking to myself okay god i hear you how much more would we sit with our emotions before we react to a situation how much more would we wait to actually converse with the person that we're at odds with so that there could be a mutual understanding before we spout off stuff that could hurt because it feels better because we're in our emotions and our feelings are hurt, our heart is broken, but it feels better to go ahead and spout off. How much longer would we wait to react if we knew that in a millisecond of it being out Bam, it's hitting yourself back in the face. Would you slow down? Would you take that deep breath? Because you can't handle what you're dishing out. What's that old expression? Don't write a check that Joe can't cash? Hmm. I think that we would withhold writing a whole bunch of checks if we knew that our words were coming right back at us immediately. So, with that said, go put your mask on. Sit with it for 30 seconds. Slow, just do natural breathing so that you can see for yourself how quickly your breath comes back on you. And then think about, do you want that same thing to be your reaction when you put your words out into the atmosphere where it can land to hurt people do you want your words to be words of love and affirmation and uplifting if you knew that it was coming right back at you all right so <sighs> that's all i got that's what i wanted to share so who else got him tell me before we go <laughs> i'm gonna count down so who else just got in trouble Oh, yes, Patrice. Thank you for reminding me because that's what I was, I was actually going to say that. Patrice says, and that includes how you speak about yourself, especially how you speak about yourself. What are you, you putting out there that you're telling yourself about you? Are you out there saying that you're not enough? You're not going to be able to live up to? Or are you saying I am fearfully and wonderfully made? In God's image. I am more than a conqueror. And when he made me, he broke the mold. So, 
All right, Jamila saying ouch. Who else got to say ouch? Who got to say ouch in 10? Take this time to tell me anything you want me to know. Ask me any questions. I got time. I'm still kind of on semi-vacation. My semi-vacation ends uh, when I wake up tomorrow because I got to get back in the lab. So if you got questions for me, this is the time to ask me my thoughts on something. I'll give you my honest to God truth. Um, so in 10... We just had to go and pick up a switch. I love that, Jamila. I love that. Um, nine. I'm so glad to see you guys. I love you for all of you who have been rocking with a sister and who've been loving, you know, a sister through this transformation. There's some of you who've been there since day one of just really watching. And I'll say this. Um, what hit me the other day, the reason why, and I've said it, I'm going to say it again. Uh, Charlene says she in trouble. <laughs> I'm glad we all look, we all sit on the timeout bench. <laughs> I can just see us like all just lined up next to each other with our little legs dangling, <laughs> you know, like, okay, we on timeout. Cause that hurt. I can't walk. My toes hurt from being stepped on. Melissa says my toes hurt. My head hurt. My back hurts. Everything. You stepped all over me. Kim says, ouch. Um, but what I want to say is. You know, I love when people, I see, see people say, you make moves in silence. You make moves in silence. And I always thought that was weird because I ain't called to be moving in silence. The thing that God has assigned me to do next, um, you know, I'm going to take you on the journey as much as possible. Because for me, God has told me I need my people to see what I can do. Like, I, I think I shared this on a prior live that one day I asked him, God, when you had me start bingo, you told me just $100. And I was like, I, I could have afforded to do more, but he just told me $100. But what he was showing me, I asked him later on after we had raised the million, after we had raised over the million in cash and prizes, I was like, God, why did, you know, you took me from $100 to over a million, but why did you tell me, <laughs> Kim says I'm in the corner. <laughs> uh, Simone, yeah, you may be a little nervous about the replay. But why, God, did you did you take um, did you take me from a hundred dollars to a million? Why, you know, you didn't want me to invest a thousand? And he said to me, because I needed my kids to see what I can do with very little. He wanted my kid. I want my kids to see that this wasn't you. you. There's nothing you can do. I know you 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 thank your team, and but at the end of the day, this ain't you, and you're gonna let people know this ain't you. You didn't do this. I moved on your behalf. I made this happen. So you can't take credit for this. My people will get to see how big of a God I am by watching you. That's why you have to take them on the journey. Because some people are watching you so closely. And I got a message the other day. I meant to share it. That she has watched me for a long time and is enjoying watching me transition and build this thing. Because it's inspiring her. That's why I'm loud with my hashtag watch God work. If you ever want to see me announce something that God has done just look up the hashtag watch God work because I'm taking you on the journey as he's moving y'all have been some of you have been with me from day one before I was TJ and being out there and writing books so you've watched this transition and so now on this next thing I'm gonna take you on this transition so that when God tells you to do something crazy that you feel unqualified for you feel uneducated for you feel like okay God I, I think you, you probably missed 
the person you really want to do this, you chose me. Because do, do you know that I'm a creative? I'm not a left brain thinker. So there's no way I can do this thing that you're calling me to do. And God is like, no, honey, I'm calling you. And that means you're going to have to trust me. And that's going to keep you close to me. And you're going to have to trust me for every step. You're going to have to be on your knees constantly praying. You're going to have to be fasting and praying. Because the thing that I'm calling you to do is so big that you wouldn't even think about it on your own. You wouldn't even fathom this. This is my assignment for your life. But here's the thing. You got to build it loud. And take them as much as you can on the journey. Because I got other stuff to do in their lives. I've got other stuff I need to build in their lives. And if they don't watch you do it. They're not going to have the faith to do it. Where I'm getting ready to take you is trails that have not been blazed. But I have lit your, your, your uh, blowtorch and you're going to blaze this trail so that it can leave footprints for somebody else to follow. So no, you are not allowed to make moves in silence. There's some moves that you're going to have to make that has to be loud because people are going to have to see what I do in your life. So they can say, if God did it in TJ's life, I know I always tease that I'm God's favorite, and I am, but the reality is I am no different than Monica. I'm no different than Patrice. I'm no different than Kim. I'm no different than Pam. God loves you. God loves you so much. And so he will get his glory. He will get his glory out of it. And so I have to be loud in how I get down. I can't be timid. And I can't play down what he's done for me. I was telling a friend today, one of my friends is a writer on All American. And we hadn't talked in a couple of years. So we got to catch up today. And just bring each other up on um, what we've been doing in life. And she, um, she, I don't know how she, what she asked me about just how I so boldly you know, have navigated Hollywood and, you know, what I do now and still talk about Christ and my faith. And I said, I didn't realize that that was something that I wasn't supposed to do. Because if you're going to get TJ, I do it so seamlessly because it's, he's in my DNA. And my audience gets to choose whether they want all of TJ or, be, or they can't handle the Jesus girl. So they either got to believe, they have to be okay with me believing what I believe and accepting that if you're going to rock with me or not. They get to choose. But what I can't do is separate. It's like trying to tear a piece of paper apart from the front and the back. It ain't just going to happen. It's, it's in my DNA. Jesus and I are inseparable. Sometimes I think he'd be like, TJ, I need a break. Um, can you go to a timeout? I need a break from you. But I'm called to be bold. I'm called to be loud. I'm called to be out there. I am not timid. Not when it comes to my love for Jesus. And if you want the truth of who I am, this is who you're going to get. Pretty much. Um, so it's my, it's my uh, job to not make my moves in silence. Some of them, of course, yeah. I mean, you know, there are things that God is going to, you know, for legal reasons or, you know, things that he's making ha happen behind the scenes that I can't tell you about. Um, <laughs> Andrew said, who, who said they were crying? Who was that? 
TJ Merch, you're going to make me cry on this Sunday. Oh, Monica, welcome to the crying club. Yeah, but I ain't cried today. Give me some credit. I ain't cried today because I'm fired up today. And I, I did what God told me to do. So there's a joy in me right now knowing that, you know, I did what God told me to do. And the rest is in his hands. And, and I'm just waiting for further direction on what he wants me to do next. Um, so I started the countdown. And did anybody have any questions? Wait. Did anybody have any questions? Anybody have any questions? Because I want to make sure. Um, I got time today, so I'll answer any question. Patrice said, did you delete that post? You're talking about the post of my rant? Yes, I deleted it when, when he told me to. Uh, and when he, yes, this is the first time really watching your lives and just, wow, confirmation and truth. Well, welcome, LaTara. Welcome. I don't do them often, uh, but when I do do them, know that it's something that God has actually impressed upon me to do. Patrice, yeah, Patrice has been with me, with me from Tawan to TJ to the Bingo Boss to the Dreamlighter. Yup, that's true. Hey, Drip. Uh, oh, yeah, David, you and I got almost 30 years watching since you were we were at Howard together. Okay. Uh, LaTara said, yes, that's my story. God told me to just transparent and share my journey. because He wants people to see him at work in life, not for me to brag, but to show and prove the glory of God. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so I don't see any questions. Uh, so I don't know. Um, I don't know where I was. Kiva! Hey, Kiva. Yes, Kiva lived across the hall from me at Howard. So Kiva was one of my day ones, too. Uh, Lysandra said, we are crying. I thought it was just me. No, it ain't just you. But I ain't crying today. I ain't crying today. Y'all crying. Y'all crying. Um, all right. I think that's it. I don't know where I was in my countdown. Uh, Jamila says, I need to learn who you are. I just know of you through Andrea. Uh, what you see is what you get, Jamila. I'm pretty, I, uh, what you see now, ain't no different if you met me in public. I'm just, I ain't got good sense. Uh, really, that, this is who I am. Patrice said, did you cut your hair? Nope, it's Neva uh, did it and she got it. You know how Neva, she got it all wrapped up some kind of way. Uh, all right, where was I? Seven? I don't know. We're going to start at seven. Six? LaTara says, thank you. Blessings on your journey. That was so good and on time for me. Good, LaTara. Good, 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 good. Six? Oh, while I'm here. Uh, I'm launching my nonprofit project, Dreamlight, which is, think, make a wish, but for adults, and they don't have to have life-threatening diseases. We showed... Through HBCU Bingo, that we legit greenlight dreams. We do. So we are beginning to lay the foundation. We are getting ready to lay the foundation of Project Dreamlight. So if that mission um, resonates with you, especially if you watch me build HBCU Bingo and watch me build the squad that actually helps me run HBCU Bingo, then shoot me an email. Andrew, can you hit hit him? Can you hit him? Can you hit him? Hi there at tjbingonight.com. Andrew's going to probably, Andrew or Patrice, one of them is going to drop the link in the chat for me. Um, <clears throat> so I'm getting ready to start doing that, but let me just put that disclaimer out there, just like I did for um, uh, building the bingo night. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I really don't. I'm trusting God to show me every step of the way. I told them that we're building the plane as we fly it, and that's exactly what we did. So if you're looking for an organization that's well-structured and well-organized, this, this ain't the time for you to join it. 
because I'm in a season or I'm in a, um, a, a space where God is grooming me and stretching me and giving me a new skill set because I've never done anything like this before. So just know that you are going to have to um, bear with me as I become the leader that God is building me to being. But if the mission sets something off in your spirit, then uh, shoot me an email. Hi there at tjbingonight.com. I may not respond immediately, but I'm just collecting emails all in one place so that I know where to go when we're ready for that that's, that um, that segment of the project that's what i'm trying to say uh okay any more questions where was i did i get to five four hey shook we done three we done i love y'all to pieces i'm telling y'all god please don't ever take for granted the appreciation that i have for you appreciating me and all of who I am and what God has created. Y'all are part of my band of misfits that God has assigned to me because we crazy enough to think that we can change the world. We are just crazy enough to think that we can change the world. No, Andrew Patrice are like start back at 10. Why? So I can give, does anybody have anything else? Okay, I'll, I'll count, I'll do a fast count. So that I'll give you time to get your questions in or say whatever you need to say to me. Uh, in 10, 9, 8, yes, I am absolutely loved. I feel it. I thank you. I Please know I don't take y'all for granted at all. I do not take you for granted. What I say? 8, wait, 8, 7, 6, 5. Oh, three, two, one. I love y'all. All right. See you later to the next time. Bye. Well, that's it. Hopefully you enjoy what my TT shared with you. And like she always says, let's go out and make God smile. And don't forget to hug somebody. It's T2 Mercer signing off now. See y'all later.